Hello, hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of My Family's Dirty Laundry. Where we are out your family's mess so you don't have to. I'm Mia Silver. And I'm Emma Davis. And we invite you to sit back, relax, and listen to the drama unfold. So I kind of wanted to start this um, podcast because I was on my little ride and mower the other day and I was like, is my family the only messed up one out there? There was like this huge drama that went down, not this summer, but uh, last summer. And um, it's haunted me ever since. And I'm like actually like starting therapy about it. Um, So I was like, other people have to have terrible families, right? And I just kind of wanted to know... uh, what other stories were out there to make me feel a little bit better about myself? Um, Emma, is your family messy at all? Um, definitely not to the extent that yours is. Um, but there <laughs> have been, when things go down, I mean, they're big, big events. Stolen jobs, res- you know, I think resentment left over from childhood mm. sometimes boils up, you know. Um, we had one that was, I don't want to get too into it, but it was a text when it should have been a phone call or in-person conversation sort of thing. Um, Yikes! <laughs> left out of certain group chats, you know. Important things. It's it's never tiny, petty stuff. It's always, it's it's all or nothing, I guess, to put it sh- bluntly. No, for sure. It really is like, you think you're having a grand old time and then out of nowhere you'll get a screenshot of somebody like throwing shade and it just starts a downhill spiral. Right. Yes, exactly. So since we imagine that we're not the only people who want to know if their family's a hot mess, we decided we'll go internet diving for stories of family dramas. We're starting out pretty much with Reddit, but then as we get along, as we get a a wonderful following, we're hoping that you all will send us your family drama and we can talk about it. Feel free to use fake names, you can use real names, you can be descriptive, you can be vague, anything can be changed, but we do ask that the stories are true. So like if you want to make it vague, but also true, totally fine. Without much further ado, I'm going to start off with my first Reddit story. This comes from user TETZ24, and it's called, Am I Wrong for Not Wanting to Have Mother-Daughter Time? Growing up, my mother and I would have our dates once in a blue moon. As I got older, it was still a thing, but randomly until things got rocky with our relationship. I moved away and just shut down completely. I was gone for two years and moved back home. My mother and I have a really bad, rocky relationship. I express my feelings a lot about situations, but of course, because I'm the child, she doesn't listen to them, so it's put aside. Today is one of our dates and we went to eat, but it was only for a bit because she wanted to go get her hair and feet done so bad. Now we are at the salon and she is getting it done as I type. I'm currently just sitting on a chair waiting for her. Am I wrong for wanting to just leave? I had to tell someone because my boyfriend is at work and I can't bother him. Any advice is truly appreciated. And then she's got a nice little heart hands emoji. So I don't know. 
I love my mom. Like, I don't have problems with my mom. My mom was like, let's go get our hair and our nails done. You best believe I'd be back there getting my hair and my nails done. Yeah, I... My, I am close with my mom too. I mean, I'll go to the grocery store with her if it's just hanging out, you know. I mean, sometimes I think she almost would rather run errands and do things by herself sometimes. <laughs> but my sister or I are always kind of underfoot, even though we're full-blown adults now. But, I mean, I get not wanting to necessarily hang out if your relationship's not close. I mean, I can just imagine it. Like, you're just forcing small talk. And to me... There's nothing worse than like being with someone and just having to force small talk or the moment you have to start talking about the weather is the is the moment where I simply don't want to be there anymore. You know, so I, I guess I feel this poster's uh, pain a little bit with that, not necessarily wanting to. I think the only thing that would really make it worse would be if mom once expects you to pay for her hair and feet to be done. You know, she's just kind of. <laughs> Letting you bankroll all the dates and stuff while she's not necessarily present all the time or, you know, validates your feelings. Yeah, that's true. Because she does say they have a really bad, rocky relationship. So I guess, like, if I think about it as not with my mom, but with someone else in my family who shall remain nameless for now. If I had to go get my hair and nails done with them, I would want to be very inebriated. To even think about going. Yeah, I mean, I just think stuff like that is, it feels almost first or second date level, like forced, stilted conversation, you know, just because it's not someone that you have a lot of relationship with. It's like a random aunt or cousin that you only see once or twice a year. Suddenly they want to go out for lunch and you're like, okay, we've exhausted our three topics of conversation and the appetizers only came to the table just now sort of thing. Right. It's not fun. Or it's like an old friend who's like, hey, we should get together. And then you realize you have nothing in common anymore sort of thing. Yeah. I think it's also different because she said she lives with her too. So Ooh. not only like they live together and then they go do this. I think it would be better if she was living by herself and then came back. Yes. And then maybe they'd have stuff to catch up on, but yes. they live together. <laughs> it's just an attempt, I think, to play pretend. Yes. That everything is good, shiny, sparkly sort of thing. I think the mom seems a little deluded. I don't know. That seems a little extreme, but especially not not listening to what the daughter says and stuff like that. I think the mom might think things are better than they actually are. Or she wants so badly to believe that they're better than they are that she just says they are. <laughs> yes, yes, that for sure. <laughs> I... I feel bad for this girl. Maybe, maybe when she moves out, maybe she can move in with like her boyfriend or something mm -hmm. and then, you know, work on that relationship. But I also do feel like just because someone birthed you into this world, you're not obligated to be their best friend, you know? Correct. Yeah. They can still be a terrible person. And just because you happen to be related to them doesn't mean you owe them anything. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I mean, I hear about siblings, especially when they live together, they kind of butt heads and bicker and fight and stuff. And then when one moves out or one goes off to college and whatever, the relationships gets better. No, for sure. So I think living together also is, like you said, definitely not helping this situation at all.
It's like the pandemic when everyone figured out that they hate being stuck together. <laughs> yeah, or even at the end of a family vacation. It's only been a week, but by the end, you're like, I do not want to sit in this car with these people <laughs> any longer. Like, I want to have space. Yeah, for sure. I get that. Oh my that. gosh. Some of our family friends went on a Western, like, car trip this summer, and they spent three weeks together, I think. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> they were driving, like, 14, 12-hour stretches. It did not sound good to me. <laughs> no, and, like, trips are already, to me, so stressful. Like, I want nothing more than to come home and, like, sleep in my own bed you know yes and like that is always just exacerbated by other people being up in my business all the time you're always stressed about getting to the next place on time is all your stuff packed someone forgot this so you have to make a, a pit stop somewhere to you know get what yeah it's just vacations are just always asking for trouble well hopefully Something will change or it won't. And then they'll both part ways and it'll be fine. All right. Do you have a story for me? I do. It is called, it's a little lengthy, but it's called My Mother Hates My Husband and I'm Caught in the Middle. Ooh. By, uh, it's posted from odd underscore mom underscore out 81. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I, 30 female, have been married to my husband, 33 male, for three years. We have a two-year-old child together. My mother has never been a fan of my husband, but everyone got along well enough. My mother tends to work holidays, so I usually host so she can stop by after work and have dinner as a family and not have to cook. This year at Easter, in trying to be nice after a death in the family, my mother urged me to invite my in-laws. We have never done this. Holidays are usually separate. My brother-in-law and his family showed up a complete hour earlier than we told them to come. This hour was when I had planned on getting some cooking done and take a nice family picture. Instead, I'm rushing this photo trying to cook all while two kids that are not mine are literally under my feet. Honestly, I was having a breakdown. The kids were out of control. It took my mother urging them outside for anyone to get the hint that letting two kids run around a hot stove was a good idea. Was not a good idea. Was it? I don't know. My mother was my rock star. She helped me cook, helped me make Easter baskets. She took time the week prior to help us get the house more put together. Our house isn't big. Our dining table holds maybe six people. My husband and his family were the six. My mom, brother, and I made nine people and our kid, ten. So I decided the night prior that my family and I would just eat on the couch. Um, it was okay with my mom. My brother ended up eating food before the formal dinner and went to the basement to watch TV. He is disabled and does this often. So it was then my mom and I. My husband is setting more chairs up. I'm honestly highly medicated at this point from the drama. <laughs> I had a literal mental breakdown, fetal position, panic attack. My husband essentially badgers me into sitting at the table. He is telling everyone where to sit at the table except for my mom. He essentially thought she was okay sitting by herself in the living room. She ended up eating in the basement and left within 30 minutes of this dinner starting because she was in tears. My husband was not understanding how not making room for her or leaving her alone was not okay. He still doesn't. He thinks if she wanted a place, then she should have said something. He doesn't understand that it's about how she busted her butt to help us and was pretty much the only reason his family was invited. And then she is the last to be considered when deciding who sits where. 
She was upset over missing my son's first real egg hunt. Naturally, my husband thinks trying to redo it two days later is making it right. They got into it. She said he was dead to her, and he replied, yeah, you've said that before. The comment, along with other stuff, showed my mom. He just expects me to forgive him and go back to being friendly. It's been two months. She doesn't talk to him, barely acknowledges him, and now, in terms of holidays, is refusing to come over. She says she will host, but she will not put herself in the situation for that to happen again. She doesn't trust my husband, and I am on her side, and that's causing marital issues. I don't know what to do long term. She hasn't said it, but she basically has implied that my son and I are invited, but not my husband. I can't exactly celebrate holidays with my husband at home. That doesn't seem right either. I don't think it's best for my son, but I honestly don't know what to do. My mother also refuses to be around my husband unless absolutely necessary. So the family stuff we all used to do, like holiday train rides, is gone. I used to love cooking and hosting holidays. That's completely gone. I'm severely depressed over it. And while my mother is sympathetic, she says she doesn't want to change because she has apparently done that for years. And now it's an entitlement on my husband's part. The drama is hurting me. I'm barely functioning. I don't know what to do. Wow. Wow, that one is a lot. Okay. <laughs> I know. I didn't expect that when I picked it out, and it just kind of kept spiraling as I read. No, for sure, because at first you were like, my mom doesn't like my husband, and I was like, okay, so the mom's going to be an asshole. But then as you read, I was like, oh, the husband's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, the mom heard about a death in the in-laws family, I believe is why that, yeah, this year at Easter and trying to be nice after a death in the family, my mother urged me to invite my in-laws. And my, the holidays are usually separate. So it sounds like the death was on their side and the other side and the mom wanted to like be nice and try to help them out a little bit. Ugh. I feel bad for the mom. I feel bad for the mom, too. But also, at the same time, if my mom was ever like, hey, invite your in-laws to this Christmas party, I'd put a hard stop on that right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like she's not super close to the in-laws. Yeah. Because like, it says holidays are usually separate and never mentions, like, oh, we do Christmas Eve with my family and Christmas Day with his or whatever. It kind of seems like her husband was just absorbed into her side of the family. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. Although, it sounds like he feels entitled to her side of the family. Like, he doesn't understand that they banished the mom to the basement and that's a bad thing. Like, that doesn't make sense that he didn't understand that. <laughs> I think most people... If you had, okay, the table seats 10 people. I don't know if that's what was here, but 10 people and you have 11 people. I think you just, most people would think, oh, we don't have to fill this table to the brim. We'll have seven people, six people sit here and have four or five go elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. Right. I would say 90% of people would think to do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> people who have any family allegiance and sense and actually, like, have a soul, I would argue, would, yeah, make some sort of arrangement so no one's sitting alone. I think even in, like, a group of peers, if, if, if a group of coworkers were to go out or a group of friends were to go out, she mentioned they had a two-year-old kid, and I don't know how old the other kids were, that she said were, like, running around. Have a kid's... I mean, I know that they don't... A two-year-old can't really have a kid's table, but, like... Like, have a parent and the two-year-old go, 
you know, with the mom and then have like split it up a little bit between with kids and adults and, you know, you don't necessarily have to have a kids only table or something. Oh, that bums me out that she just went and ate by herself. Honestly, I'm surprised she lasted 30 minutes. As soon as they would be like, you have to go to the basement by yourself, I'd be like, okay, well, uh, it's been nice seeing you all. Goodbye. Yeah, because she says that her, well, she had a brother that ate before the actual dinner. And then he kind of went off and watched TV on his own. She said that that's like, that's a normal thing for him. So yeah, that's such a bummer for the mom to have been the one to extend the invite. And then the one who has to go sit by herself. Yeah, no. Yeah, I would have just packed a Tupperware and gone. I would have been like, you know what? <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, and she, like, helped cook and make all the Easter baskets and everything, too. It's so wild to me how some families don't have, like, a sense of warmth or consideration. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My family I was born into, super friendly. My family I married into, they're friendly, but they're not as family-oriented as ours were um i get that yeah it's just so wild to see the differences in families and how like people can uh be so selfish and only think of themselves and it just does not track and i i do feel for the poster who feels stuck in the middle but i don't think she's as in the middle as she thinks she is yeah because like well she's in the middle just because she's married to one Right. I, yeah, I thought it was going to be more like, I really can't tell who's in the wrong. I thought it was <laughs> going to be a lot more gray area. But this is pretty cut and dry on, at least in this situation, who's in the wrong. Yeah, that husband needs to <laughs> contact the mom, send her some flowers, say he's sorry, and work that shit out. <laughs> Ooh, one of the posts said, your husband made a mistake, or one of the comments. Your husband made a mistake, and he did try to make it right the only way he thought he could. You're being incredibly judgmental of your husband while glorifying your mom over this event. <gasps> Party planning is mostly a female bonding experience, and it seems your husband helped out. Ew! Your mom did what moms are supposed to do, and your husband did what husbands are supposed to do. He was thoughtless, and it hurt your mom's feelings. He should apologize to her. But you're not making it easy on him when he knows you've chosen sides. Oh my god. If you want your mom to start liking your husband, that part specifically needs to start with you. You have resentment towards your husband and it trickles through your post. If I can pick on up on that, so can your mom. She isn't going to like him when you keep giving her evidence you don't like him. I'd have them both come to lunch, let them know that they both clearly love you, but they are both hurting you by not resolving this. You are not going to be in the middle of their fight anymore, and you're not choosing sides because it's between them now. You're going to go to the parking lot and come back when they've figured out their fight. We're all adults. We should act like adults, then walk away. Clear to the point. Boundaries are set. Let them work it out. Okay, okay, okay. There's a lot to unpack with that response right there. I'm I'm not necessarily mad at the end part where you're like trying to facilitate peace. You're trying to facilitate peace, I guess. Yes. Um, but can we talk about the first half of that post? I know. I was like, oh god, this is unhinged. <laughs> 
It's a woman's responsibility to plan parties. Yeah, like, okay. Oh my gosh. And the part about the mom did what moms are supposed to do by like doing the selfless thing or whatever. Like, okay, yes, in the traditional sense, moms are supposed to be selfless and whatnot. Like, uh, on the airplane, I just went on vacation with my family and my mom and my sister and I went and my mom and sister sat together and I was across the aisle and my mom asked if I wanted to sit by my sister so that she would sit by herself and be next to a stranger. Like, that was very kind of her, but not at all necessary to do. But she is such a mom. Mom. <laughs> um, right. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I I don't view sitting by yourself as a momly duty like that. That would make me feel bad. You can't just treat your mom like shit. Well, like on a plane is like one thing, but when there are options to simply be like, you know what, I'm gonna join you in the living room and just leave us bought empty no that's so true yeah that's not that is something that is so easily fixable like it's simply i don't know why everybody's default was to fill the dining table up to the brim with people like i know that it was crowded like they had they said they had to bring in extra seats and stuff so there was not there were more chairs crammed around that table than it was elbow room and like i know between plates and cups and everything else like that table was filled you know, I would have gladly gone to the living room to, like, just get a break. <laughs> right. Just to get away from all the people. I, wow. Well, they're never going to have the in-laws together with the uh, other family again, I'm assuming. Yeah. I just, yeah, another comment was, like, I think your husband could have been so distracted with everything and the current mental state you were in at the time. Um, maybe he just couldn't do the extra bit to make your mom feel included your mom busted her ass and it sounds great but i think she is crazy overreacting to this and they said until they until they both say they can move on your child is going to be the one missing out yeah and i think that's fair i think at this point with the advice of the first commenter like they need to sort it out you know they need to figure it out if the mom has truly never been a fan of the husband like the poster claims they need to figure out why that is and sort it out oh i forgot about that part yeah it, i mean because there was a lot going on and like there was something where like their two-year-old kid um the grandma the mom of the poster was upset about missing the kid's first easter egg hunt and the husband's like oh we can just redo it a couple years or a couple days later right and then she said that he was dead to her the the mom did <laughs> the mom, yeah, so yeah, the mom said that the husband was dead to her, and then he said, Yeah, you've said that before. <laughs> um, so it sounds like this might be the culmination of a lot. So maybe in the context of this being the only event, she may have overreacted. You know, it's not in some people's eyes, but I think if it's truly, if they've been going at it for years now, you know, the duration of their relationship i think the mom has every right to kind of be a little extra dramatic about it yeah yeah for sure i forgot about the dead to me part too that is a little dramatic i know there was a lot <laughs> happening there was a lot to read and without it right in front of you because of your head <laughs> oh no i know i do i think i feel the worst for the little kid that's involved because clearly they have an involved father and a grandma who wants to be involved and when that 
that's just hindering because they're now not doing holiday train rides or whatever else they listed. Yeah. And that little kid is really the one that's losing out. And the poster, but the little kid is the one who is helpless. Right. And I always wonder with situations like that, because I have a similar situation currently going on with uh, family members whose little kids are suffering because of conflict. And it's just like, Mm. what's going to happen when that kid grows up? And then they're going to have to navigate going between the different family members. It's not fair to the kid. Kid is going to think that that's normal, you know? Yes! (laughs) Like, they're going to grow up and be like, oh, so you mean this whatever dynamic isn't the norm and that's a thing because like i was saying with marrying into a family and seeing the different dynamics it is world changing to be like oh people interact differently oh my gosh i'll have a friend that has like one total cousin that's crazy like it it's and like she's super close with her siblings and everything but then like has no extended family so to speak you know it's like certain certain makeups and dynamics and stuff are all crazy. And then I have people who have like, oh yeah, I have 24 cousins. Uh-huh. Oh, I hope my, <laughs> some people related to me hear this podcast and they send me their tea because I know it exists, but boy, I don't know if I can tell it without their permission. <laughs> yes, yes. I, yeah, very much feel similar. <laughs> Gotta love it. So fun being part of a family. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here with me today. And thank you for the wonderful story you contributed. That was a trip. Thank you all for listening. And we hope that you continue to listen. And we also hope that you feel so inclined to uh, contribute to our podcast by providing us with stories. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And if anyone does have stories, you can email them to mfdlpod at gmail.com.